to the people out there listening. How could the show be bad? Just enjoy it live from the spider room. The Internet Hotel Dropkick with the three young chucklers. I give that the space thumb of approval. Oh, God damn it. I set a standard as the sexiest host <laughs> of this show. You have no idea how hard it is to find headphones that are big enough to fit around my top hat. Idiot. You idiot. 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 You idiot. Too good. No, not good. Podcasturbation. You call it a tie, but I call it a cravat. I hate the world. I am a sociopath. <laughs> Come on, let's be honest. This is about me. You can get like 20 ducks at a time in the mail. This is like my worst nightmare. What is happening here? What is happening here? What is happening here? Hello and welcome to How Can This Show Be Bad? Oh, Jesus. What? It's another, it's another Mike's I half am, of course. That's, that's singing. I'm, of course, your host as always, Mike Chekabando. No. No. What are you talking about? No way. <laughs> what do you mean, co-host Dan Linden? Hey, what's my cool name? Huh? If you get a Is cool you, name, I want a cool you're name. You're just Dan. Dan. Chekabando. No sores, <laughs> bad Linden. No Dan sores. No source, <laughs> no Linden. Uh... Like, you can't source me? You oh. can't source me? Yeah, your pure opinion. <laughs> I, thought, I, thought, I thought you said no sores. Yeah, I did I too, do say but no I'm, flipping, I'm flipping the script, so it's not as gross. <laughs> There's plenty of sores. <laughs> yeah, no, uh, I got I to gotta keep doing this intro. Okay, other co host Steve Montenegro, say something. Something. Uh, uh, good I'm enough. Gonna, I'm going to keep it, it low-key today. Okay. Oh, really? No. <laughs> no. I doubt that. And with us as our special guest today. Please welcome Comedy Powerhouse Musical Dynamo. Ooh. Sam Wilbur. Hey, thank you, thank you, thank you. Yeah. Thank you, Internet Radio. Yeah. I, it's, I'm this here. This is not Internet Radio. If it were Internet Radio, people could expect it to be on at a specific time. Or have some sort of specific hey, as long as, quality level. As long as no one's actually going to listen to it, then it's, <laughs> then it's fine. That can be guaranteed. Just don't insult Chinese robots. Right. You're fine. Right. Can we, can we get uh, the metronome? Can you turn the metronome on? <laughs> I want to keep this conversation yeah, at 120 going? beats per minute. Get a click track going for this oh podcast. Oh, my God. Um, You're going to throw off all of my tech habits, and we're going to end up with just somehow it's all going to be Tagalog. It'll all translate. You just love the I language. Love it. It's Tagalog. the funniest language name. And there's only like seven people in the world that only speak Tagalog. <laughs> Every other Tagalog speaker speaks either Spanish or English. Hmm. We've uh, that was your global fact segment with Stephen <laughs> Montenegro. Um, here's here's what makes anything funnier. Okay. Add Tagalog to it. That's true. Word? If you're going to sign up <laughs> one of your best friends. That's where I was going with that. Yeah. If you're going to sign up one of your best friends to receive religious materials. Insane religious <laughs> materials. Whoa. Get him on a mailing list. That's All of funny-ish. the mailing lists. Yeah. Sign him up for several mailing lists using the, at that point, like, still kind of novel thing that was the internet. <laughs> 
At then, least as a means of getting solid things that weren't pornography. Who, yeah. Who did you do this to? <laughs> it, uh, uh, we'll leave that for a later time. <laughs> oh. But the only, like, if you do it, then you're just a jerk. Unless you make it magical uh-huh. by having all of those religious materials written in Tagalog. Although I was very disappointed with like the International Committee of Jehovah's Witness Evangelism, or whatever they're called, that they did not have a Tagalog option. Yeah, it's like they don't care. I right? So, it's like it's like no. There's only a hundred and forty-four thousand <laughs> places in heaven, and we're not wasting them on the seven people that only speak this one weird language. So you guys like. Racists. You guys like foreign language religious literature bombed somebody? Yeah. Huh. I've actually done that several times in my life to people. <laughs> uh, mostly because uh, it's annoying to people, and that's what I do. Is to, so, like, can you even tell it's religious content if it's in Tagalog? Well, Jesus is on the cover. Oh. When, when you get a religious pamphlet, you don't need to be able to understand what it says to know that it's a religious pamphlet. If it's designed right, and, if, it's good, and Tagalog, if it's got good communication. Tagalog is one of those languages where, like, like when in printed form, there's phrases, like, you know, big important phrases in other languages, oh. like on the cover of things, oh, okay. too. It's not like characters? Like it, it, is, it doesn't use the same alphabet. Okay. So it doesn't use the whatever our alphabet is called. <laughs> All right, American, sure, <laughs> American alphabet. Yes, no, no group of people would take offense to that. Statement. Let's let's get this interview uh, stuff started right off the bat, like we always do on this <laughs> right. show. Sam, what's your experience with uh, Filipino languages? Uh, I would say little, <laughs> very little, but some, but some, sure, yeah. yeah. What's your general my little, feeling towards them? Uh, positive. I've only, right. I've only had positive experience with the Filipino language and their people. Nice. We've got us another Filipino booster on how could this show be <laughs> So, you, you guys, can I can I talk about something that's been bugging me? Uh, no. no. <laughs> we don't have to. Okay, no, let's move you, on then. It's not going to work. No. Let's move on then. You just seem like the right word. format for this. <laughs> <laughs> let's keep it positive. That yeah. seems like that could be a thing. Oh, absolutely. Like, that already exists, I mean. Getting Wilbur? Getting yeah. Wilbur. Oh. It seems like it's. It seems like it's a somewhat. There's four ladies out there who agree. <laughs> <laughs> They've been wilted. It seems like it's something that could be like a mildly ubiquitous folksism sure. that like has its sources in like some sweaty old southern politician that like <laughs> would promise one thing like in the heat of the deep south summer afternoon while uh-huh. standing on the gazebo like. Yeah. And then do something else. Like one of those things that originally started in like a very localized editorial cartoon, but somehow spread yeah, into exactly. the American lexicon. Yeah, that's what I'm that's what I'm talking about. Yeah. That's getting that's getting Wilbur. Yeah. Much like your audio is apparently. My audio my audio got Wilbert for yeah. a second there, yeah. You be careful with that microphone. I'm I'm being careful with it. We have a finicky mic on the show today. And I'm not talking about the host. Hey, <laughs> oh, Jesus. Boom. No one, no one likes you, Dan. Whatever. Yeah, stupid nose hey. sores. No I've, already, sores. I've already forgotten what my special name is. Checkaband uh, something? Mike Checka. Checkabando? Oh, yeah, Checkabando. Mike Checkabando. What does that even mean? <laughs> it means that I'm cool. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> that's what it means. We have Sam Wilbur on the show today. Yep. Hello, everyone. <laughs> as as mentioned up top, comedy uh, force. I don't remember how I worded that part. It yeah, doesn't matter. he's he's he, he excels at doing comedy 
force pushing and music. <laughs> M- music dynamism. There yeah. We go. Uh, Triple threat. Nice. Yeah. For- force pushing being the kind of most impressive one. Right. <laughs> I suppose, but I mean, like. It's a kind of it's a kind of mystical skill you can only learn while reading we religious pamphlets in Tagalog. Obviously, when I invited Sam on the show, it was going to be focused on the force pushing. Right. But now that Disney yeah, we don't owns get that sued. property, we, don't get sued we can't Disney. even touch it. No. And since this is and since this is the first time we've ever done the show in audio only format, where no one could see him force pushing. Yeah. We just decided to abandon it. Right. I mean, I guess you could try to mic up like a glass being like, like kind of scraping across the table while he pushed it. But I mean, you know, people would just like, oh, he's just pushing it with his hand. But again, hand. that's Disney property. Right. We can't touch that topic. Hmm. I don't think it is Disney property yet. Ooh. I think that they're Wait, still. Are we in the no man's land where we think, can do yeah. whatever we want yeah, about I think Star that they, Wars property? I think, that they've, uh, I think that they've come to an agreement in principle, but haven't completed the sale yet. I thought they gave him money. Yeah, I think there's been. I thought I, there was a picture of like Captain Disney boss signing a check and like slipping it over really? to George Lucas. Yeah. So uh, I can can I let me just say like I didn't hear about this until like two days later because and this is the irony of the thing is I didn't hear about this until like two days after it happened mm, because that's... when it happened I was in Disney World. And there is no news in Disney World. <laughs> it's cut off. It's not yeah, even it, Disney news in Disney World. Yeah, Epcot puts out their own publication, don't they? Yeah, yeah well, the print newspaper. Yeah. <laughs> Ep- Epcot. Yeah, Ep- daily. The, yeah, the Epcot <laughs> Daily Daily Barker. It's mostly obituaries, though, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it's almost entirely <laughs> obituaries. Um, another, another decapitation <laughs> in the Epcot Center. <laughs> So, like, so the Epcot Daily <laughs> is just a list of who died <laughs> on the ride that day. Epcot is a piece of shit. <laughs> Epcot would like to honor the memory of the following brave individuals. <laughs> Die doing like, what they love. I, why, <laughs> embracing, w- embracing the diversity they, they, of God's children. They, they died doing what they love, almost being educated or entertained, but really neither. But really the, somewhat uncomfortable by the incredibly narrowly defined ethnic division the of follow, children. The following list of people have attained ultimate enlightenment thanks to your friend Disney <laughs> and right. the Epcot Center. Right. Uh, translate that in Tagalog, into Tagalog for us. <laughs> I actually have no idea what Tagalog sounds like. <laughs> Me neither. I don't know that I've ever heard it spoken. Um, I may have and wouldn't have recognized, but I've certainly seen it written, and it looks crazy. Yeah. And that's... So, you know, I gave up on it. The point I'm trying to make... We have Sam, right. Wilberforce Wilbur yeah, here. Let's right. focus the attention back on me here, please. Yes. Nice. <laughs> I'm giving glaring looks to everyone in the room. Yes, yeah, do oh, Very man. intimidating. Here's yeah. what you want to do. You want to come to this show, and then, like, and this is this is a blueprint for future guests. You want to come to this Listen show. Listen up. And then, <laughs> in some way, uh, challenge or a, or attempt to intimidate me, because the rest of the show will go very well for you then. That's true. I can hear that the audience so they're saying like well, let's let's learn more about this Steve character. After so many episodes, we want to get we want to learn more about him. Yeah, cares <laughs> about sure, the guests. I'm sure the one thing the audience is asking for is more Steven. <laughs> yeah, Bob <laughs> uh, I'm kidding. Wait, Just... you guys, that sounded a little like sarcasm. <laughs> you said that. Perish the thought. Sam uh, has he's delighted audiences worldwide. Uh, Epcot wide. 
We, we which is like the in world, this world, yeah. yeah, in a weird big golf ball with mirrors. Yeah, we just we just did the the more popular than I had anticipated Men with Hats show this last yes. Thursday. That was a lot of fun. Uh, he has I've seen his band White Dads. Oh, that's right. Uh, Why you got to pronounce it like that? Because there's a WH, and I'm proper. Yeah, I'm not going to get into it. Sam yeah. ruling. What's that? Ruling on... Oh, it's white dads. <laughs> <laughs> so There's you went a totally different way. Yeah. The way that it would actually be pronounced if people were pronouncing the H. Yeah. Not have, the stupid way Well, there's way a hyphen. It's Texans W. White w- dads. <laughs> and there's a tilde above the E at the end. Oh, nice. White. I apologize. I apologize. White, white dads. Mm-hmm. That's better. Nice. Yeah, what? that's good. Um, which, with the music of which will be featuring... Music of which... There. The music of Wahitch uh-huh. will be Jesus featuring Christ. <laughs> uh, throughout this episode. Nice. There you Technically, Do I you only guys have dis- the rights to that? How much did you pay for that? Technically, I only discussed doing it for this like first interstitial music. Probably just going to uh, throw it in throughout the entire show without yeah. having consulted you about it. Yeah, <laughs> and we're just gonna he, we're just gonna fade it up at any point in time that the conversation seems a little boring. <laughs> we're, just, we're just gonna play your entire uh, album, Abstinence Fantasy. Find right. it on Bandcamp. Nice. Right. Download it all for free. Yeah. Oh, we believe well, art should be free. Well then, <laughs> but I do expect royalties if you're gonna be streaming anything on here. Oh, of course. I mean, well, how's it how's it licensed? It's. It's not licensed at all, yet you want royalties somehow? I, it was a joke, Steven, okay? <laughs> well, if you're just going to kill it, then, <laughs> then, then we are just going to have to fade in the music. We'll have nothing to talk about. No, we, um, all of our, like, what we have on our Bandcamp page is yeah. stuff we recorded within the last two years. Nothing's finalized. We're currently in a new studio right now recording, re-recording some of it and new songs. So there Ooh. will be an Abstinence Fantasy 2 coming out in, I would hope, Early 2013. Let's say there's someone on the other side of this table uh-huh. who has never heard of this band before. <laughs> this is hypothetical because I can never imagine such a situation. Before. Right. Hypothetical, of course. Yeah. Sure. I mean, it must this... be like a caveman. Are but, we talking? Right. Sort but of? let's okay. say. Yeah, there's a, yeah there's, a, there's a whole allegory involved. Yes. And Dan really wonders if he can ever listen to the band <laughs> or if. Yeah, go ahead. There's, some, there's okay. some person out there. They've been chained in a cave <laughs> watching shadows their entire lives. Right. They've never heard music before. Right. This is the only scenario in which they haven't heard of white dads. Right. They've heard of white dads, obviously. They well, haven't heard. Sure. I mean, yeah. Yeah. Every, rumors are coming in. Every yeah. passing There's bird. There's cave drawings yeah, still. Every passing <laughs> bird or, white dads. Or, or rodent looking for shelter has mentioned this Here's, great band. But none of them has successfully described to this completely hypothetical <laughs> dumb caveman uh-huh. who may or may not be sitting in this corner of the recording studio. That's weirdly specific now. What <laughs> exactly kind of music one could expect from white dads? That's a good question. What we like to do is... Farsi well, folk music, right? Yes. <laughs> um, just in general, this is a general statement. Uh, genres, like names of genres for music are always terribly indescriptive. Oh, you sure. know what I mean? Yeah. So I don't really like to take that. But, I mean, it's like it's, it's rock and roll, kind of like pop rock. You know, it's supposed to be easy on the ears and fun. Okay. Fun, fun music is what we're so you to would do. you would you would liken your band, let's say, to... To popular band Fun. You're, <laughs> do, you're just doing exactly fun my, music, yeah, right? My, we do fun covers. My, <laughs> my pop music nemesis <laughs> of the week. Ah, <laughs> I was going to say. My pop music nemesis of the week. No, you would like in your band to say like like three doors down. Uh, oof, Closer. Closer <laughs> than that. 
closer than that to like so two like, doors like, down. So, so the like, band next door. Yeah, that's exactly. The classic we have, we have, band next door. <laughs> yes. oh. you just we have that jerk vibe, off the band next door vibe. Mm-hmm. Wow. Like the memory of the band next door. I'm, yeah, dude, that fizzled out. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I had something. It went away. There was, <laughs> there was going to be a thing there. All right. Why don't we just stop fucking beating around the bush? Let's experience. The, wait, beating around the bush to the band next door. Beating around the bush about the band next door. Let's just go in there and have a sweet ear love. No, <laughs> no, no. This is like, the, look, sweet phrase, consensual ear love. That phrase, that phrase hasn't made uh, hasn't made an appearance on this show in well over a year. But we did do that to death at one point, I believe. I don't know. This analogy was dead on arrival, and I feel like <laughs> you should just go to break and play the song. I'd like to warn if you're going to be playing some songs, the ladies put on a couple extra pairs of panties, sure. you know, to avoid sure. complete sure. melting of them. Also, yeah, that's a good <laughs> wait, idea. Wait, 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 wait. Hold on. Let's de- <laughs> let's debate this strategy because if you're if you're a lady out there, mm-hmm. and the the ladies that listen to this show, of which there are. Undoubtedly, millions. First sure. of all, they love Cool James. Yes, let's they get that do, out of the way. They right do away. love Cool James. Yeah, I thought that that could go unspoken, but <laughs> <laughs> apparently, it needed to be needed to be clarified and stated explicitly. Yeah. But so the demo that we tend to shoot for doesn't have in building laundry. Okay. So they got to go out somewhere and pay quarters for this thing. Do they really want to cooze up like four or five pairs of underpants? You know, if you don't have underpants handy, I would recommend like a ShamWow would probably be your best bet. Okay. Just, just wrap it around. That's, that's going to absorb because, the most amount of moisture. Because when vaginas hear your band, they'll yes. say wow every time. Yes. There we go. Very good. <laughs> oh, White boy. dads coming now, up. On how, now, shut <laughs> up. I'm going to break. How, how could this show be bad? Welcome back to How Could the Show Be Bad? Welcome back. So, well, welcome back. Welcome back. So it seemed like it seemed like based on your intro that the interstitial music calmed you greatly. I I felt a real catharsis, a certain melting in his uh, <laughs> panties area. Yeah, no. his panties to the face. Area. <laughs> well. In the and in the face as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. I just feel yeah. like uh, White Dad fills all holes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I swear to God, I'm just angling to end up on the dust jacket of your next record. <laughs> White Dad's forcibly enters all your holes. Wow. <laughs> yeah, that went... Not wow. forcibly. Maybe not forcibly. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to say, <laughs> might wanna, you might well, want to walk back the promises of rape a little bit. Yeah. Well, it's like, it doesn't really matter what White Dad's intent is if... If the partner is always willing. Yeah. Yes. It's like when true. the Beatles invaded the U.S. It wasn't right. an unwanted invasion. That's true. That, we just didn't that's know a good that, point. We that's just didn't know point. that we wanted it. Yeah. 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 No, that's a great point. <laughs> like all that. Because, all, because like the British not, invasion didn't set off a, a horrific world war because 
everybody was willing. Yeah. Like when the pilgrims it, came here. Or like when we uh, invaded Iraq. Yeah, if it had been right. a, if it had been invades a usually a good word in history. Yeah, from what I'm... if it had been a legitimate invasion, America has ways of shutting all of that down. Oh, oh Jesus okay. Christ! <laughs> um, sneak that in there <laughs> and date the episode a bit. Because yeah. here's the problem: date all... the episode a couple weeks back yeah. from when it was recorded. Here's the problem, though: all we've all we've talked about so far, really, is white dads. And let's be honest, when people find this in a time capsule somewhere... I know you were being professional and, like, trying to clear your throat off mic, but you had such a, like, Stevie Wonder head shake about it. <laughs> no, it was awesome. It, it, it did look kind of like you were, like, punctuating your, spe- your speech a little bit. All, all I'm saying is that... A little move. Uh, thanks, for, thanks for giving away the magic and letting people behind the curtain. Uh, the magic of thinking we have perfectly clear throats at all times. <laughs> and I do. That's our mutant uh, power. Uh... Well, all of us except for Sam. He force pushes. But, uh, right, right. But no, so all we've talked about thus far is white dads. And so when we put this episode Wait, in... Wait, is this force push a mutant power? Does that make it okay to talk about? No, because yes. they, no, they own Marvel, too. Ah, God damn! Uh. Damn you, Disney Corporation. <laughs> uh, we're sorry. I didn't mean that. <laughs> Please don't cut off our internet. Um, Please don't decapitate us in some sort of mystical machine. Uh, all we've talked about the, the, thus far is White Dad. So when we put this episode in the time capsule of how could the show be bad future, like... Also known as HowBadCast.com. Yeah. <laughs> uh, White Dad's is, like, let's be honest, 80 years from now, that shit's going to be timeless. People won't know when it's from. we got to date this episode some other way. So you're holding up the newspaper of our hostage video <laughs> to make, so that everyone knows... I found that hostage is normally a good word when you start history. Hey, when you want to be there, like, it doesn't matter if they're holding <laughs> hostage. Right, right, right. Damn it. I wish I could have pulled the name of one of the, like, you know, host- like kidnapped journalists <laughs> that was decapitated there. I had a, there was a great Yeah, joke. that'd be great. <laughs> yeah. there was a great. I found that the word decapitated normally means good things when you throughout history. <laughs> Well, it is associated with the you know wonderful theme park attraction known as Epcot. Center. Spe- so. Speaking of holding kids, speaking of holding people <laughs> hostage, school. Am I right, you guys? Boy, isn't that? Oh, oh man, another. Yeah, you another. Had, you had to go there. Another A plus Alpha and Omega transition <laughs> brought to you by Mike Linden. That's really your. That's really your your segue. Like the thesis of your segue. School. You had to go there. <laughs> that that's what I uh, would have used as the school's like tagline like like if you were cool. selling a school on tv yeah. it's school you have to go there if you were schools if you were the concept of school's publicist like if there was a commercial where like there's a bunch of kids and they're like like playing sweet electric guitars and like uh-huh. doing a bunch of kick flips out, <laughs> out in the parking lot <laughs> things that are forbidden guitar. at school <laughs> and then like it goes boom school you have to go there and then everyone's really excited. But then would Dude, it, would it then show them like sticking? And then the... it would show a truancy officer <laughs> yeah. for taking them away from their activities right. and bringing them to school. Yeah. And then lighting their up... guitars and skateboards on fire yeah. in the where, parking lot. Where I grew up, they actually ran TV like ad campaigns telling you that you had to go to school. <laughs> Wait, and really? They, and those didn't even say school. You have to go there. <laughs> they tried to convince you that you know it was better to go to school than not go to school. Right. 
They didn't, you know, for people that are running away from something, explaining to them that technically they're forced to be there is not always the most sellable option. I, I don't know. I mean, it seemed like a good idea to me. You know, trying to sell this, man. What are you doing? Wait. It like is one it. of the pros about school. That you have to go there? Yeah. Yeah, it's so a short list of pros, but that's one of you them. You don't have to feel self-conscious about going there because you have to go there. That's true, because then you can like pass it off like, yeah, yeah man, a, it sucks, but I have to go. Yeah, there's not, yeah. There's, not, uh, there's not other kids just waiting around for you to go to school and yell, nerd! <laughs> Look at you going to school, nerd! <laughs> like, I almost, is along the same lines, like, uh, I kind of envied the schools that had, like, a dress code. Because then it's yeah. like, oh, well, then you don't have that, to worry about what you wear. Like, sorry. That's sort of yeah, the, it's like, yeah. yeah, that's sort of the argument for them. Yeah, yeah. it's like, because I didn't have, you know, I might not have had the coolest clothes at the time back then, you know? And I would have been like, well, there's no no pressure to yeah. to be looking fly or a day. Everyone's going to be wearing the same thing. Right. Yeah, it's true. And Although what, you you could, like, try to, like, you know, rebel by modding up your uniform. Maybe. That's what happens, because you can't stop uh, individual expression. Like, kids right. I worked at schools where they do forced wear uniforms, and they the amount of Wait, stuff Wait, are written... you saying that you work at schools and that Mike's transition actually led to something? <laughs> this is amazing. What are you talking about? I just brought that up as just, like, that seemed like where I wanted the conversation. Well, right. school's in no this season idea. again, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. School's in the news. Oh, what's in the news? School! <laughs> what are we going to talk about swimming pools it's not <laughs> <Yeah>. summer <laughs> that's true uh but what i was saying okay yeah. that the, they're they are they're gonna find another way to express themselves they'll write all over there they'll give themselves little tattoos and face, stuff all over the arms tattoos. the amounts of bracelets that are worn there's like triples at schools with uh uniforms with uniforms and then you know like the sexy bracelets Sexy bracelets. There's a lot. Like the ones, like like the ones what that is a are sexy bracelets. So the ones that mean thing, sex. Like there's a thing acts. with kids these days where, like, you know, now holding up a newspaper from like three <laughs> years ago or something. Yeah, kids these days, like probably like ten years ago. Yeah. We probably I don't just, remember when that we was. We probably just very unfortunately missed out on this phenomenon. <laughs> there's a thing with like kids in brightly colored bracelets. That is probably now quite dated because I'm an old man and don't understand youth of today. Mm. In which the bracelets will signify, you know, the various sex acts that you are willing to or have performed. I see. It's like a secret thing that. <laughs> it's like a scarlet letter, but yeah, it's of. like it's a secret thing. A, yeah, like a scarlet letter, but awesome. Mm, I see. Um, for like pearl clutching parents to know about from Dateline. I was gonna say like this sounds like some sort of scare piece from like. Oh yeah, yeah this it is, was. This may or may not be true at all. <laughs> I, I, no, I actually did hear. I heard. I've had heard students talk about it before. Okay, and, so, and address it. So you can cons- you can confirm that it's it's at least a. Real it's an thing. epidemic. It is taking now, over our schools. Now here's the question though: <laughs> Was it a real thing before Dateline started talking about it, <laughs> yeah, or did a, they accidentally create a thing or purposely? Yeah. Oh yeah. Because that just ups the uh, that ups the ratings and the uh, and the uh, uh, subject material for to catch a predator. Right. <laughs> well, I remember hearing about that. And I was always like, "Where the fuck are these bitches at?" Like, where, there's, no, there's no sex parties in middle school when I was there. Yeah, d- dude. I I swear to God, we got robbed of like, you know what we had in middle school? Pearl Jam. That's that was okay. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Pearl Jam is great, but there are no sex parties. <laughs> much soundtrack. as we wanted them to be, I yeah. Oh. As much as we take tried, it off, Jeff Ahmed. As oh, much yeah. as we tried to make them that, <laughs> I want to see you only in your old floppy-tongued, beat-up high tops. That's all I'm saying. Right. And maybe, and maybe the hat, Jeff Ahmed. <laughs> 
Uh-huh. Uh, just to re- add back to the bracelets. Really <laughs> please do, please. Let's keep this about fashion accessories, right. please, you guys. There. Uh, I was talking about Jeff Almond's shoes and hat. That's true. If those are not accessories, There's no I don't need know to what continue are. doing that though. <laughs> uh, one that is popular, they have. Uh, it's like for breast cancer, and they have bracelets. Say, I heart boobies, uh-huh. and kids. It's huge in middle school, so kids will be wearing like ten of them because it says boobies. Right, it's, but uh-huh. it's appropriate. You know, I make... actually feel like people's joy with like the double entendre of breast cancer is holding breast cancer. <laughs> cures back like no one wants to give up the ability to dress football players in pink right and to be able to have events that are all about save boobs i have a i have a great hatred of all of that crap like boobs let it be known steven montenegro (laughs) is anti-boob there is like a growing there is sort of a growing movement that's basically saying like the whole pink movement is actually kind of a disaster yeah i am has detached itself from actually like helping women in any way, the, under just sort of this machine now. Yeah, uh-huh. the fine people at Think Before You Pink mm-hmm. uh, uh, have like made that. this have made this this point abundantly clear. But mostly, the whole "let's care about breast cancer" thing is a means of people feeling like they're caring about something without actually doing anything right. and getting lonely middle aged women together to woo at each other and feel like they're accomplishing something while tricking the rest of society into feeling like something is actually being done so they don't need to do it. I think it'd be great to for prostate cancer to have bracelets that say I heart balls and I think it would be a hit at middle schools. Like I, I wouldn't it more wouldn't it be more anatomically correct to be like I heart Entertained, <laughs> entertained. Oh man, and that I has told... a better sound to it too. That makes a better bracelet. <laughs> My friends and I totally would have worn that shirt in middle school. <laughs> I heart entertained. Um, that would have been awesome. Yeah, it's just I mean, your cancer. I could have said that. I don't know why I went prostate. Because it's funnier. <laughs> yeah, prostate prostate cancer is funnier. Hilarious. Yeah, people like. We, we've been talking about our balls, like, since before they descended. Right. But the prostate <laughs> is an adult topic. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's adult that's, humor. That's yeah. sophisticated exactly. humor. Dave Barry would appreciate this. <laughs> when, you, when you go into the butt, then you're at sophisticated humor. But here's Absolutely. the thing. Here's the thing that I love about... Here's the thing that I love about the prostate. Here's what I find so amazing and interesting about the prostate and proctology in general. You go in through the butt to get there, but it's not in the butt. Yeah. The butt is like... It's butt adjacent. Yeah, it's butt <laughs> adjacent. So, like, you gotta, you gotta get up in the butt, which is an invasion in general. Get up. Get on up. <laughs> up in that butt. <laughs> Um, but you got to get up in the butt, which is invasive in general. <laughs> but a British invasion. Okay, we have to we have to write this song, by the way. <laughs> yeah, get up in that butt. Yeah. Um, damn it, this episode for prostate awareness. We're recording this the day before that the the episode's out, right? Yeah. Yes. So well, I don't have time to write this song. <laughs> no. Um, we could release it next week. Yeah. As a special um, bonus. Oh. Yeah. Let's uh, let's consider that. Um, but you gotta you gotta get up in the butt and then punch a <laughs> hole in the side wall of the butt to access. Let me be clear, you the listener do not have to do <laughs> yeah. this. Don't feel like don't feel obligated <laughs> no, to invade are, your peers' butt. <laughs> these are your weekly uncomfortable instructions from <laughs> Stephen Montenegro. Right. No, you get up in the butt and then you punch a hole in the butt side wall to get up to butt adjacent. Uh huh. Like that's the, what's fascinating. Which about is the it to medical me. term for that area of the body. Right. But but adjacent, yeah. That's what's fascinating about it to me. But adjacent, uh, taint up store neighbor up 
upstairs. <laughs> upstairing. <laughs> upstairing. Anyway. It's like it's like yeah. It's, it's a taint upsell. Is right. what the prostate. It's is. It's like a taint that lives above a bodega. <laughs> right. <laughs> the bod- <laughs> The bodega of your. I'm Wait, wouldn't the, the, wouldn't the prostate be living yeah, above the bodega yes. that is your taint? Yeah, there it is. I was going to say, I'm losing the uh, the anatomy map here. I remember one anatomy term for up in the, the butt. There's a thing called the pouch Douglas. What? I always, yeah, I always thought that was a great... I am not familiar with that. I'm not entirely sure what it is or what it does, but I know it's <laughs> it up in your butt. It means up in the butt, yeah. Well, it's a location up in your it's butt. It doesn't thing, just mean up so in your butt. Like, so, like, uh, how many... very special place I up think in your butt. I, I how think many I... sphincters have you passed by the time you're in the pouch Douglas? I think just one. I actually think that it's the space that if like you get up in your own butt, and I'm making this is our what? expert. And again, and now we are now we are expert saying on you, the listener. The... Right now let we're saying show, you, the listener. Let the record show that I, I have kind of a crooked finger thing going on. Yeah, kind very, of like a coat. He also has his upsetting. pants down and is pointing towards his butt. Yeah. So Panties get, are melting. If, if you get up in the butt, like, and then like you gotta you reach in from the front and then like you crook around pointing back toward the front. You'll Wait, the fr- front what's of the, the front butt? at this point? Like you gotta. Are you, you going if in? If you reach in camera from front the or? back, right? Like pointing, like pointing your finger toward the front. Okay, is what I'm saying. Okay, oh, okay. And then you'll get up and around, like above uh, uh, the prostate, and then there's like a little like, let's call it like. Green room, like holding area. Uh-huh. Is that the right color we're talking? Uh, Probably. <laughs> like I'm just saying, like it's a place where you, it's a, it's like a little, it's a little notch that just kind of is like a shelf that sits on top. So of this could be a. So you're going to need a buddy for this. This couldn't be a self-examined. You couldn't. It depends on how flexible you are and how young the uh, cartilage in your shoulders is. <laughs> In any case, I think everyone's going to be following these directions. It's times like this that I'm, like, it just renews my anger that my buddy who went to medical school did not become a proctologist, as we encouraged him to do from day one. <laughs> That's, I was, I remember that. And, like, it honestly, like, it got to a point, like, when he was getting towards the end of it, where I just did him, like, you know what, honestly, I don't even care if you become a proctologist, I just want to understand, like, when that door is open to you. And he said he's like, honestly, the opportunity hasn't even been hasn't even presented itself. So I have no idea how you get into that business. <laughs> how you get into butt doctoring. Yeah. Butt doctoring. Well, yeah. I believe it's the third year in your medical school. That's when you try all that's when you have you go through all the positions. All the right. That's yeah. when you do like your OBGYN. Reverse cowgirl. Well he did I ever talk uh, yes, did I ever yes. talk standing about, monkey. Did I ever tell a story standing of his practice monkey. butt on the show? Huh? Did I ever tell the story of his practice butt on Mike? Uh, three minutes from now, you will have. Oh. <laughs> uh, when he, like, this was, I mean, you know, because we didn't encourage him to be a butt doctor from the beginning, like, this was probably the greatest story he ever told us of his medical education. The greatest story ever told. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> uh, when he was in his anatomy class, like, when he first started, you know, where they cut up cadavers all the time. Uh-huh. Uh, at one point, their TA was like, hey, do you guys want to learn how to do, like, a prostate exam? <laughs> Uh, I was and, so hoping the TA was like, hey, do you guys want to learn how to do butt stuff? <laughs> I mean, maybe that's what he said, but our, my friend wanted it to sound more professional. You know? uh-huh. But they were like, yeah, okay. So then like, they go into like a corner of you know the dead body warehouse or whatever, wherever the hell they have this class, and there's just a butt <laughs> on the slab. Like, wait, the, wait, an actual butt? Like the rest of the body had been removed. It was Oh, just, so this is a real butt. Yes, this was a real preserved dead person so this, butt like yeah this detached wasn't like, from the rest like not anything, like a plastic thing no this it was, was like full on this was jerky. a butt that had lost all identity it was just a free-floating butt 
I guess on that, a slab. I guess if you're even if you're donating your body to medical science, you probably would prefer to remain anonymous when having butt stuff done to your corpse. Like, at that point, who cares? Like the stuff they it's I mean. It's, All right, let's go down and do some butt stuff to corpses. <laughs> it's, like it's you know. Like, Thank God we don't know their names. That would be awkward. <laughs> like it is you know it's it's very you know it's a valuable service to donate your body to science for. But like talking to him, like it really is disturbing how like you are just like eviscerated in those but they classes. Do, but they do a well, thing. Yeah. So like I guess med students at most teaching hospitals do a thing where like uh, at the end of like I think it's your first year that you just you know fuck the shit out of a corpse <laughs> or whatever they call it in the medical yeah, profession. Yeah, sure that's the oh, term they use. And then like, of course like your your second year thesis is to just put a bunch of parts together and see if you can bring them to life. Right. Yeah. Oh, but yeah. like they do a thing at like the end of the first year where they like make videos for or like take to dinner the family of the person that like donated their body to science and like Explain how much it meant, and then and then show uh, uh, explicit photography of what they did to their loved ones. Bodies. I don't think they do that, <laughs> but uh, but no, I know that the here's your husband's butt. Ah. <laughs> this is me doing butt stuff. <laughs> so you're a substitute teacher, Sam. <laughs> Yes, that is correct. Uh. <laughs> What's that like? Oh, my God. It's less butt stuff than the medical profession. I would imagine. Well, I'd you'd imagine. be surprised. Um, <laughs> wow. No, much less. Um, <laughs> but still, the a decent show, amount. Much less. What color What, what color type of bra- bracelet says? Butt stuff? Butt stuff. <laughs> much less than the medical profession, but still butt stuff. <laughs> Uh, being a substitute teacher is great. Um, <laughs> <laughs> That's right. This professional. Let's yes. go. Yeah. Uh, it's it's really funny because you are there. In some some instances, you're there for just one day, so you mean nothing to the kids. Right. You know. Right. So you're they they have a lot of people that aren't permanent fixtures in their life, and so they you're, you're not going to accomplish a lot in one day, which is which can be fine. You just go there, you hand out some worksheets, you know, you get you get paid. Not a bad deal. Uh, I also do long-term positions, so I'll be at a position for, like, you know, uh, six weeks or a whole semester, depending on what they need. Have you – how many times has – have you done one of the one-day things and had a child actually puncture your soul with something <laughs> they've done to you <laughs> to torture the substitute teacher? Oh, it well, depending on the school. I mean, if I don't get the phenomenon of that, like I don't know that, like I remember that from childhood. It must have happened because it seems ubiquitous. But like torturing substitutes is a thing. Oh yeah, I mean, I, we did it as kids and stuff. So yeah, what are you talking yeah. about? I don't, I don't remember this at all. Like I tortured the shit out of all of my teachers, <laughs> as did everybody else in my school. Yeah, you don't see distinctions. You just want to hurt everyone yes. that you see. Well, but, that's because they deserve it. But in the in the real world, with non sociopaths, right. kids only want to hurt people that are the other. Yeah, I went to Desert Sociopath Elementary. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, that's yes. almost true. Uh, soul puncturing story. Yeah, I mean, like they will, like they, the name calling can be, you know, big and stuff like that. They just don't want to listen to you. Like, you know, they'll I'll be like, "Hey, how are you guys doing?" They're like, "Fuck you." Yeah, you know, at certain schools, this would be like the the bad schools that I teach at. But um, I mean, oh, that's the bad schools. <laughs> I mean, a lot of times, like uh, I'll just, I used to, you know, when I first started, I was like, "Oh, I'm going to be like the cool teacher," you know, like I'm uh-huh. young. These kids are going to be like. They're going to know from the get-go that right. it's cool. Like, I used to have music, like, bumping in the classroom, and they would come in, and I'd be like, 
you know, they'd see Mr. W on the board, they knew they're going to have a good day. <laughs> and, and that and that that wait, W actually has more syllables than your last name. <laughs> yeah, but if it's written out, it's easy to digest. And he can say, Mr. W stands for Mr. What's Up. <laughs> Sit in the chair backwards. Right. Sit down, yeah. Let's rap. Let's rap, kids. <laughs> um, yeah. Oh, well, how, yeah. Long, how long did that idealism last? <laughs> uh, it, well, it, it goes with mixed results. I mean, with high school, like, it, you know, people are like, oh, this, is, this, is, this guy is, you know, he's going to be Fine. okay. Yeah, it's yeah. like, because I just, what I wanted to establish is like, all we have to do is the work that the teacher left and then then we can just kind of hang out, you know, try to give them that option. Like, it's like, uh, we start off like, all right, we're going to have an easy day today, guys. We just got to do a few things, and then we can hopefully just hang out at the end. And but you, you tuck a knife into your boot before you go, right? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I wear a bulletproof vest. <laughs> yeah. Full ride here. You, you want Which... get... Wait, so do you guys, so you're doing mostly public schools, right? Specifically public so you Yeah, so you have Kevlar and not the, like, dragon scales. Like, you have the shitty old body armor. Yeah, I have the They Ed can't Hardy afford body new armor. Bod- body armor at, right. at public schools. <laughs> no. Um, but that would also lead to, oh, we can walk all over this guy. Yeah. So that's when I kind of had to change to be to be a little bit more tough. At first, I'd always say, they'd ask, like, oh, can we sit wherever we want today? And I used to be like, yeah. But now that, uh, like, now I'd be like, well, Why let's get that? some work done. And then if, if that works, then you, yes, you can sit wherever you want. So use it more as an incentive. Why is that the thing that they're like, yeah, this is what we're getting on it. This <laughs> yeah. is the concession we're sit. extracting from new guy. It's right. the long I'm con. It's yeah. the long con. I, I know. That's what I'm, like, I, I came to that realization <laughs> when I allowed him to finish his sentence. <laughs> But it's I, like the whole. The I hate whole, and don't understand children. So. The whole strategy <laughs> of uh, of oh, I'm the I'm the young cool guy. Like I think I hear I hear about that a lot from people that start teaching. But like I remember, I don't think I remember ever recognizing how young any of my teachers. No, were. they have no concept of age. Like the kids, like especially elementary. No, obviously, they 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 would ask how old do you think I like that would say how old are you and I. Out of curiosity, I'd say, "How do you think I am?" And then little kids would be like, "Forty, yeah, exactly, fifty, two hundred. Right. So I have this... the age of someone who should have charge over other people. <laughs> I have this, yeah, because that, that's what I was just going to say. Is like, there's this weird thought in my mind of like, there are 24 year old kids that teach high school. Yeah, I taught. Yeah. I started teaching when I was 23. 20, yeah, 20, like, 20? but no, I have this thing with a. Uh, I have this thing with 22 children teaching. that children always assume that I am just an old man yeah. because I have a beard. Right. Like to them, there there are there are four ages. Well, also your body has been horribly beat up. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like I mean, I have a I have a hump. I need like one of those polio crutches. Like, <laughs> yeah. But uh, but no, like children have four ages in their mind. There's my age. There's high school students. There's non-bearded adult males. Right. And there's bearded adult males. And then maybe grandpa. Yeah. yeah. Maybe that, there's five. To be I, honest, that's specifically why I, I started. Why I grew a beard because when I was 22 and started teaching. I didn't have any facial hair, and I looked like I was 17. And, uh, and you get, you get like the hall monitor, like, hey, where are you going? Yeah. And so then I grew out a beard, and I noticed immediate results of respect in the nice. classroom. That's what I'm saying. These things command respect. Uh, of course, is the sound of everyone respecting. Yes. Beard. Yeah. <laughs> Panties are melting. <laughs> Listeners are respecting. Nine pairs at a time. Yeah, I had this terrible, not terrible, just sort of like a mind-blowing revelation when I got out of high school and realized, like, some of the people teach me were our sister's age. Uh-huh. And I was just like, oh, that's weird. Like, I could have related to them way easier if I realized how young they were. <laughs> if I had just... If I had just remembered that... Uh, if I had just remembered that my sister 
liked terrible things when I was 12 and then say, hey, teacher, you know, terrible things, and then just let them go off because by the time you're out of college, you're already nostalgic for terrible things. I was far too out of touch with her life with that age to know what she what terrible things she was interested in. I'm not sure what we're talking I'm about. I'm completely lost. Uh, here's a story. They, <laughs> <laughs> Thank God. Uh, I had I was teaching at a school, and um, I was hitting off with the kids. We were having a good day. And they're like, oh, man, you're cool. You're cool. Like, I, like man, our last sub, we fucking we, we messed with him. I was like, what did you guys do? He's like, he's like well, we, we filled up a condom full of lotion and threw it at him. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> well, like, wow. at least it was lotion. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> but for them to have, well, that means they, were, they, brought, they had condoms with them. And yeah, also ready to go. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's good. Yeah. Yeah, yeah these are – this is a very enlightened grade school. <laughs> <laughs> so I felt good about that. I was like, oh, at least I'm not getting whipped at least I'm not condoms getting, at me. At least I'm not getting condoms whipped at my head. That is that is the respect our society affords public school teachers. That's right. At the they wake end up, of the day. Yeah. Yeah. By the way, last night uh, I realized, like, in the middle of uh, the night – I was at Corner Bar, local – Established open microphone mm-hmm. thing, you know, got on stage, pretty much killed it. Uh, <laughs> but in the middle of it, I I realized uh, in the when middle I, of your set. No, not in the middle of my set. No. Just in the middle of that evening, I realized while that you were not paying attention reached, to other people, I reached sets. into my pocket and uh, the pocket of my coat, and like I had a I had a glove in there that I put in there, and then I felt. A condom wrapper. <laughs> so you had a glove and a love glove. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And I pulled it out and like some unknown benefactor <laughs> slipped me a magnum condom. <laughs> a misinformed unknown benefactor. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but uh Look, I'm not saying it was me for sure. Uh-huh. You were supposed to keep telling your story after that. There was nothing left of. But yeah, uh, somebody somebody slipped me not a condom. By the way, I found out later two condoms. I'm not sure that they were aware that like when you put something into my coat pocket, the the pocket is actually completely open. So you're actually slipping it into the lining of my coat. <laughs> oh, so I could have like I could have like five condoms in there, and I'm just gonna have to do like an archaeological dig. Yeah, like sometime around January, you're going to go, I don't remember this coat being this warm. <laughs> oh, it's full of condoms. <laughs> <laughs> they, got the, they got the shiny wrappers. It's, it's, it's holding body heat in. Yeah, it's like full that. of the warmth of someone overestimating my dick size. <laughs> <laughs> there's a, there's a warmth warm that comes night. with yeah. that yeah. Right. until you're found out. <laughs> uh, okay, I think we... So we've covered school with that right <laughs> <laughs> The inevitable end of any discussion of school. So let's 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 recap. The bookmarks of a decision about school is school. You have to go there. Yeah. And misinformed about dick size. <laughs> Those are the bookends of any conversation about yeah. school. That makes sense. To All me, right. right. Organic. <laughs> All right. We're gonna take another break. Hear a little more white dads. Yes. What height? What height? God damn it. What? I don't know why that drives me so dads. fucking crazy. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we'll be back with more. Enjoy. How could the show be bad? Something. 
Ladies and gentlemen, Sam Wilbur. <laughs> Cheer for yourself. <laughs> I think journals are just for girls. Unless, of course, they're scientific or medical journals. Sometimes I feel like I'm only hitting on women at the bars to get closer to my wingman. <laughs> they say you never forget your first time, which is true. I lost my virginity on September 11, 2001. <laughs> <laughs> Are a lot like condoms. Because I just throw them on the ground when I'm done with them. <laughs> I knew I could laugh at that. Because we're just having fun. Ooh, and not everybody does. I have a severe. Allergies to shellfish, which is making these crabs unbearable. <laughs> I bet bald people hate it when they find hair in their food because their food looks way more confident than they do. <laughs> germaphobe and it's gotten so bad I can only listen to the clean versions of rap songs I get sick and tired of being politically correct all the time so sometimes I vote Republican Internet. Yeah! yeah. See, Clap. now others will cheer for you. You know, I think the problem with the condom joke was, like, I couldn't help but think that the punchline was going to be a callback to throwing condoms at your teacher. Yeah, that's true. Do, do children frequently throw lit cigarettes at you? <laughs> yeah, we didn't mention that. It's like a Turkish cabaret. <laughs> Which is a thing that's ubiquitous in American society. Uh, <laughs> Jesus. Just a bunch of kids throwing lit cigarettes at you as you walk. No! <laughs> hey, I have to go here. <laughs> yes. 
So that's the that's our second in studio banjo. banjo. Yeah, I wish yeah. I would have known that. I would have yeah. brought a different instrument. Yeah. I play. Yeah, a but now variety. banjo is the only instrument that any guest has ever brought to this show. Yeah. So now it's the official. <laughs> yeah, the banjo is the official instrument of how could this show be bad now? Nice. Yeah, that that just makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> all the more reason why we should all go buy banjos. Matching banjos. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> I'm shifting gears. It oh. might have been a little abrupt. <laughs> I found Sam Wilber's uh, banjo playing delightful. Mm-hmm. But yeah. if you if you didn't notice, there was also structured joke telling done oh. over the banjo. I did notice that. And if that was the part that you liked more than the banjo part, <laughs> you should check out... Sam Wilbur on Twitter <laughs> at Braincum. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Yeah. First of all, spell that. Brain, B R A I N. Correct. Come, C U M. Okay, because there's two versions of yeah. the, uh, of those yeah. words. It's what if this is the one if, involving your brain. That what kind if of what cum. they like the most? <laughs> yeah, yeah. What if the what yeah, they the like the most? Cum. Yeah. What if the one they like the most was neither of those things, and it was just the soothing sound of his voice? You could get my, uh, I do an audio book. I read all my tweets out loud. You can buy the audio disc of my Twitter. That's not a real thing. I'm just kidding. No, you should. That, you should do that, though. You should. That would be hilarious to, that, like, that sell awesome. after, after a show. Yeah. <laughs> Sam, Wilbur, Wilbur reads Wilbur with Sam Wilbur. That's right. Steve Martin sold a book that was just his tweets because, you know, Twitter costs tons of money, but the cheap alternative is to buy the book. Uh-huh. Totally. Who would have thought you could get something on the internet for free and they expect people to pay for it in the real world? Right. right. Not it on seems the like kind of backwards, though. Like, normally it's like, hey, pay for this. Oh, it's on the internet now and you've stopped paying for it? Oh, it well. It's like the reverse. <laughs> it's happening. Now, what? Sam... Sam, you have you have a show coming up. You have a show. What, I what believe is, people could come. Yeah, what people could come to this see. This is actually very very this exciting. This is my new character. This is my new, uh, is this my new half, radio character. It's half Woody Allen uh, does pitches. I'm, yes, I'm I'm I'm. <laughs> Yes, I'm I'm half Woody Allen. I'm Woody. If Woody Allen uh, had uh, absorbed uh, a twin in the womb, and they were both uh, com- they were both a combined person uh, into one voice, this is what that would you be. You are sound. You sound like Woody Allen, Donald Trump, and Lorne Michaels all went through a wormhole <laughs> together and like smushed together into one human. This being. is what happened. This is what happened to us. But now we refer to ourselves as me because it's more socially acceptable when you're a single human person. Uh-huh. So, yeah, I'm really excited about the show coming up. Um, <laughs> Wilbur! <laughs> you got Wilbur. Got Wilbur. <laughs> uh, yeah, I will be headlining. That's right. Yep. Cheer for yourself. Oh, thank you. Thank you, everybody. <laughs> I will be headlining at the Corner Bar Saturday, November 17th with my very good friend Derek Henkels, who will be featuring. Awesome. And my even... Better friend, way better than Derek. Whoa. <laughs> He's a much better friend. Um, well, just I mean, yeah. who, could, who could really like Derek in a personal way? Yeah, he's, he's a, a dick, Derek Henkel. <laughs> wow. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for mounting that full-throated defense of Derek Henkel's right to <laughs> not no eat dick-y-dee. a dick. The point um, is, we all like to sort of like Derek Henkel's, but who's this real friend? <laughs> okay, and then also Brian Schmier will be hosting. Oh, delightful, yes, delightful. Delightful, young, talented Brian Schmier. He looks a lot like me, but without a beard. So no one respects him. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And, yes. thinks, and he's young. Yes. yes. 
he is younger. Yeah, he's constantly getting people, lit cigarettes thrown at him. Yeah, people, people throw condoms at him all the so, time. You're saying that the crowd is welcome to throw condoms full lotion at him. Yeah. At the show. <laughs> yeah. And either, he's the either, host, so he has to clean it up before you get on stage. <laughs> either put the condoms in Mike's jacket or right, fill them right. up with lotion and throw them on stage. Yes. Your choice. Yeah. <laughs> Do not use the condoms for their intended purpose. Please. No. <laughs> please. Please. That Everybody, enough. don't be safe. Yeah. Have have dirty AIDS ridden sex. No, no, Save no, 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 those no. Condoms There's for no need. I would I would actually like to uh, pimp abstinence if I could right now, <laughs> as opposed to unsafe sex. I'm not saying don't use condoms when you're having sex. I'm just saying don't have sex. Oh, oh I, I see. see. What you're Do saying. not have sex. I can get on board with you're that. You're saying people that throw lotion filled condoms at other people should not have sex. I'm saying no one should be having sex. Oh, no one. No, at all. One, oh, okay. No one ever. Never. No one. I'm, no one in the world. Yeah. This is some. This is some of that population bomb shit. No, it's just, just it's it's just impure. So I think you should just save sex. Oh, you were doing this for like, you were doing this for like moral religious reasons, not for like there's too many people in the world reasons. Like, no, just I I inferred your motives, and I apologize yeah. for that. Sam has I, a weird looking pamphlet in Tagalog <laughs> posted to the back of his banjo. I don't know. Tagalog. <laughs> I don't know why I assumed. Taga- what that is it? Tagalog. Tagalog. <laughs> Whatever. Uh, I don't know why Whoa, I assumed. Black Betty. Tagalog. Tagalog. Who's this character now? Well, that that's a uh, Ram Jam. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Anyway, I guess it is kind of redundant. I assume you guys the, not to have sex. Yeah, I assume that the guy <laughs> would Wilbur. come. Here, the guy that came here with a banjo would have the lesser conservative <laughs> position on <laughs> abstinence, but. That may have been a false assumption. But the point is, if you like comedy and conservative values, <laughs> go see this show at the Corner Bar. Right. November 17th. It's November 17th. Mm-hmm. Is that an 8 o'clock show? Yes, that'll be an 8 o'clock show. Check this out, people. This has the how could this show be bad seal of not being possible to be bad. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. I agree with whatever that sentence meant once I parsed it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, you guys, you've experienced you've experienced Wilbs, the Wilbur. You, you understand that this is something that you should see live. Yeah, exactly. Derek Hankels, well, hilarious comedian. The beard. People want to see the beard. Derek Hankels is exactly as funny as determined by oh, a right. jury of our peers. He is exactly as funny <laughs> as I am. That's right. He wait, was the other third funniest wait, you guys, guy with a day guys, job. You two consider yourself peers with those judges. <laughs> of course, we're third funniest people. <laughs> weren't those? Weren't they mostly good comedians? All right, that's a good point, I guess. <laughs> but here's the thing, you know, uh, Hankel's works, and <laughs> and I've so, tied with him. But yeah, through the transitive <laughs> property, you could work. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you are equal to work. Yeah. All right. Uh, so yeah. It's a strong lineup, is what I'm saying. Schmier, yes, really is. Schmier is hilarious, uh, but I don't have a specific uh, tie-in for his hilarity. Although, you can often see many of these gentlemen uh-huh. at the Galactic Pizza Comedy Open Oh my god, is he mic, not going to drop the ball on this? I don't know. Which, of course, I host every Thursday night at 10 o'clock, sign up at 9.30, at Galactic Pizza... On Lindale, near Lake. <laughs> near just any lake? Yeah. Like, <laughs> it's, a, it's a water hazard. Oh, okay. So, like, you, you, the, what you're saying is the open mic will be full of dudes in white pants that are rolled up mid-calf 
and like sweater vests. Yeah. Like with what we like is to have a comedy show where you're just constant where you're constantly uh every, everyone in the crowd has sort of a tense hush on and they don't laugh after jokes they just kind of they just quietly lightly applaud yeah quietly <laughs> quietly applaud we were compared to the atmosphere of a coffee shop i'd say that's pretty accurate. uh poetry reading <laughs> hmm. except for all of the drunk comics being really jaded and yelling things out and all of the <laughs> other drunk comics yeah like coffee shop you know Exactly, dude. I like. I, I I would hang out at that coffee shop <laughs> where a bunch of drunks are yelling at each other. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that'd be exciting. Generally yeah. amusing things. Right. Yeah. Uh, Dan. Yeah. What do you got coming up? Oh, it's my turn. Yeah. Do you? Uh, let me look at my thing. <laughs> do you have shows that you should be pimping while Dan's looking at his thing? Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, uh, go ahead. I I will be appearing. At uh, the Portland houses. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Why is that funny? Uh, because that uh, we could have we could have said the name of the people that own the house, and that would have carried just as much name recognition to almost anyone listening to the show. But you know, as a means of sneaking it in, we weren't going to do that. So suck it, Phil Colas. <laughs> oh, this is the name of a location. Yeah, and unfortunately, it's I Phil's have, house. I don't oh. actually, I don't actually know what the address is. But it's on, it's on like thirty sixth in Portland or thirty fourth in Portland. Thirty uh, fourth in Portland. Thirty fourth in Portland. You'll find it. <laughs> <laughs> the point is, uh, there's a stage in there. It's going to be a comedy show slash house party. Uh-huh. And if it's anything like last time. We'll have to give the headliner the light when we think that the cops are showing up to bust the house party. Is this the kind of... Uh... But it turns out they're just coming to harass the one black person standing next door. Oh. <laughs> uh, wow. Yeah, so that's a good bum out. Uh, <laughs> so if you want to experience racial profiling firsthand, go to this show. <laughs> Uh yeah, and it's a there's a there's a Facebook event up that I'll probably post somewhere. Sure. Uh, it's happening on, on November 10th at 9 p.m. It's a sweet lineup: Chad Martin, Andrew Wegler, Chad Martin, friend of the show, Ooh. friend of the show, Chad Martin. Yeah, mm-hmm. Andrew Wegleitner, Micah Walsh, me, headliner Chris Maddock, also Ooh. friend of the show, acquaintance of the show. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if he really enjoyed himself that much. <laughs> It's a free show. <laughs> Acquaintance of the show seems right. <laughs> it's a free show at Phil Colas's home at 3420 Portland. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, expect a visit from Chinese robots, Phil Colas. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, directly, uh, all, uh, directly conflicting with... It did not occur to me that I was just like, you were going to give the address later. <laughs> and I was just like, hey, thing we're going to put on the internet, let's say this guy's name and then tell you exactly where he lives. Uh, this, this show is going to be great, and it's also going to directly conflict with the house party that's going to be going on at my apartment <laughs> being put on by roommate and friend of the show, Andrew Sawhawk. So I would say, like, best friend of the show, like, Andrew Sawhawk. Dude, Will yeah, is hey, right give here. A, give yeah. me a fucking chance. What are you doing? He Look, brought I, up Banjo. What are you trying to do? I don't make judgments about people until they're gone. Oh. So, at, like 20 minutes from now, Sam Wilber could be... I will be, not be the best friend of the show. Sam Wilber could be, be super best friend of the show 20 minutes from now. Yeah, super best. best. Friend. Um, I'll also say my other thing. Uh, oh, yeah. I didn't realize you had Speaking another. of Brian Schmier, <laughs> oh? then you should ask me and Brian also, uh, we run our own show. We're trying to bring some comedy to the... Uh, 
to campus, to the Dinky yeah. Town, greater area. It's a good cause. Yes, it is. It is. So we do a once a month showcase there. Save those boobies. <laughs> Thanks. And, uh, you know, it, it'll, it'll be a Wednesday night this month. Uh, we don't know which one. <laughs> Just check your calendars. Check your calendars. What, is there a particular venue it will be at? It's usually at Stubborn Herbs. Okay. And so I think that's where we're going to keep it. Because it's a nice, they got a nice, really nice side room there. Do you think you'll be, like, announcing it on, like, I don't know, Twitter or Brain yeah. or something? Yeah. Check, uh, check my social media. Check that brain. Check me out on uh, classmates.com. Just, I'll keep all you posted there. <laughs> oh, all right. That yeah. sounds good. Yeah. That's where I post all my show stuff. <laughs> And of course, you know, go to White Dads, right. WhiteDads.bandcamp.com. Yeah, WhiteDads.bandcamp. You can download the whole album for free and uh, keep keep looking uh, for some upcoming shows. Sweet. Oh. oh. Dan. Dan. My turn? Yeah. Yep. Um, I, okay, I will be in some capacity at Improvagogo practically every Sunday for the next two months uh, at Huge Theater on 31st and Lindale. It's pay what you can now. So, you know, it's really easy to go and not feel bad if it's terrible. <laughs> um, which is always Because you've only given them 35 or $40. If it. What? I was, I was is it, is suggesting it that it would be very expensive. Oh, well, feel free. I mean, they would love it if you That's gave them 35 or $40. I was trying to help them out. Dan. All right. And you sounded confused, and now it's been ruined. I'm confused by people willingly giving money to any live theater <laughs> institution. Uh, oh. And uh, I'm going to be involved in the Improvathon at Huge on November 15th. It's 24 hours of improv for Give to the Max Day. It's they're a nonprofit theater, and it's one of their biggest uh, fundraising days of the year. Do you think 24 hours is long enough of improv? Oh, uh, there's actually there's like a there's actually going to be like a bonus like six more I think on Wednesday night, the night before. Um, but it officially starts at midnight on Thursday, November 15th. Um, I will be in uh, a couple of groups. I'll be in Self Help, which is my first ever solo improv show, so it could be a complete disaster. Oh. So if you want to give me money out of pity, <laughs> that'd be awesome. Um, and then I also, I'm also in a group called Hugs Incorporated, which is sweet. <laughs> you sound super proud of that. You're doing, you're doing a lot of like personal growth style improv. It sounds like. Well, I don't know. I mean, Hugs could be a. I mean, that could be. We might make that a very uh, cynical name for the group, and it might just be all about pain and death. <laughs> Who knows? It's improv. Um, but you can go to... <laughs> <laughs> also, also, during the Improvathon, I'm told that uh, uh, that during the entire 24 hours of the Improvathon, Mark Mullman's just going to stand outside and <laughs> scoff at people for only making shit up for 24 hours. <laughs> well, he, I, I don't know. He was there a couple weeks ago. He seemed to have a good time. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, you can go to givemn.org. I think, and then just look up Improvathon 2012, and that should have all the groups that are involved. And uh, the idea is that you're, each group is trying to raise money individually, so you can like give money specifically to those groups. And uh, we're trying to get people to give money on the day, or at least schedule it. I think you can actually schedule a donation to actually happen on the day of November 15th, because uh, givemn.org might match. They'll like be matching funds for various nonprofits throughout that day. Oh, so there's an opportunity to make more that's, that's dollars. That's a complicated pitch. Maximize your donation. Exactly. By donating on November 15th. Correct. No other day ever. Never. Uh, Never give anybody any money. And maybe, you This know, is my problem with the, the, the pink thing. Same problem. I guess. <laughs> uh, improv for boobies. Um, I'll probably make... Mike put up the actual links to these on the website since it's sure, much Sure, or easier. you could do it. <laughs> I guess. 
I don't have your access codes. I don't have any administrative. Your access codes? <laughs> I have no I don't have the nuclear football, man. <laughs> okay, we'll take care of this off mic. There is an administrative gap in the co-host of this show. I have access to everything. I, I know. Don't, I just don't have any interest. Yeah. Uh, I go through a lot of hardships to bring just this show to you people. Just because I, I don't have facial hair. It. Just because I don't have facial hair and I'm clearly younger and I'm the cool one <laughs> doesn't mean you can't respect me in an administrative capacity. All right. Listeners at home <laughs> can't see that we're all throwing lit cigarettes right now. <laughs> like the whole time. Yeah. That's, that's how we do the show. That's how we keep you on your toes. I didn't yeah. even notice I was doing it. Yeah, and it's just yeah. You don't even smoke. <laughs> yeah, I don't know where I got it. <laughs> Probably in the lining of your coat. Oh, with the condoms. I, I like to slip lit cigarettes. Thank you, into anonymous the benefactors. I like to slip lit cigarettes into the lining of your coat. That one's me. I'm not the condoms. <laughs> oh, well, thank you, Steve Montenegro, and also thank you for being on the show today. You're welcome. Thank you, Dan, for co-hosting with a plum and accepting uh, your status as <laughs> lit cigarette target. Yeah. And, and lesser co-host that doesn't have <laughs> access codes. Yeah. And of course, yes. Big ups and thanks. <laughs> yes, <laughs> the return of the phrase "big ups" <laughs> to oh, Sam thank Wilber. God. I had forgotten that it existed, and we'll be saying it about everything for weeks. Me too. <laughs> big ups to Sam Wilber for being on the show thanks today. Thanks for having me, guys. That was fun. The biggest. It of ups. was fun. It was fun. Uh, you have you have you have something to play us out with? Give us a, yet another taste yeah, of the musical mastery. Out. Let's do it. Sam Wilber on the banjo and vocals. I'm not the show. I'm back. not trying to be rude, but baby girl, I'm feeling you. You must be a football coach, the way you got me playing the field. So give me that toot toot. So give me that beep beep. Running my hands through my fro. I'm bouncing on 24s. And they say on the radio it's remixed to ignition. Hot and fresh out the kitchen. Mama rolling that body. Got every man in here wishing. Sipping on Coke and Rome. I'm like, so what? I'm drunk. It's the freaking weekend, baby. About to have me some fun. And Crystal popping in my stretch navigator we got food everywhere like this party was catered i got mike linden to my left yeah. i got his brother and friend to my right <laughs> we be putting them both together we'll be drinking all night <laughs> so give me that toot toot now give me that beep beep running my hands through my fro i'm bouncing on 24s as they say on the radio it's remixed to ignition hot and fresh out the kitchen mama rolling that body got every man in here wishing i'm sipping on coke and rum I'm like, so what? I'm drunk. It's the freaking weekend, baby. About to have me some fun. All right. How could it be bad, podcast? Thank you very much for having me. <laughs> that was a lot of fun. No one ever gets the name right. Yeah.